This episode is brought to you by our Digital Marketing 101 class. This class will equip you with everything you need to know to get started on your very own advertising campaign from Facebook to Google. Welcome to the Wander Creative Podcast, your guide to digital marketing. We'll be talking about everything from organic social media to paid advertising, as well as many other topics. So join us as we journey through the ever-changing world of digital marketing. Welcome to another episode of the Wanda Creative Podcast. I am Matt Hadley, and I am joined here with our Director of Digital Marketing, Dan. How are you? Doing well. Very excited to be here. Always love, always love getting to talk to people I like about things I like. So right, absolutely. Yeah. Well, today we are talking literally about your um, your area of expertise, your job. But we are talking <laughs> about targeting the right audience with uh, digital advertising. I love this area, um, and I think it's. I think there's kind of this cloud of mystery for a lot of people around. What does it even mean? Yeah, I know there are people I can engage with. How do I do it? Um, so I'm excited to talk about yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I feel like we should preface this conversation real quick with this is probably going to be a little bit more of a higher level. You know, we only mm-hmm. have about 15-ish minutes or so. Um, so we're, we're going to be painting some pretty broad strokes. However, um, if people are interested, um, we go a little bit more on a deep dive on this topic, mm-hmm. plus all areas of digital advertising, um, basics and uh, more in our digital ads 101 class. So if you have not, um, as the listener, if you have not checked that out, we highly encourage it. And if anything mm-hmm. in this conversation um, kind of stirs you that direction, that's that's where to find out more and go a little bit deeper. Yeah, and I mean, to your point, if I might, uh, the benefit to that is you get a lot more hands-on. And like you you had mentioned, it's very high level. You know, with the digital uh, ads 101 class, like you're getting a, like a video of my screen while I walk through. And, you know, mm-hmm. well, here you might have some helpful takeaways, and we hope that there are some moments where you're like, that really does help me in learning how to target. Um, that is like the the bread and butter rubber meets the road, you know, approach. So yeah, absolutely. And and we'll probably talk about it at least once more um, Mm -hmm. during this, probably a few times more, but if you want to to check that out, uh, it's at wandercreative.store and it is the digital ads 101 class. Mm -hmm. So find it there. Anyway, uh, let's dive in right now to the conversation. Um, So just first off, walk me through what are some common mistakes uh, in targeting an audience? Uh, a lot of the things I run into people doing is um, targeting too narrow of an audience hmm. too soon. Um, so, you know, it's something, say you're wanting to advertise um, a band and or your band, you know, and, and maybe you say we're a rock band, we, you know, whatever. So, and we're very similar to Coldplay. So we're just going to target people who like Coldplay. It's like, you can do that, but I think we too quickly narrow what our audience is before we even really know who our audience is. Hmm. Um, and there's such a value to when you're discovering who your audience is, um, I would say it's going much more broad in your targeting. You know, this is for those of you who might be familiar with 
Facebook marketing, you know, Instagram marketing. And that's kind of the example I'll be using through most of today's podcast um, because it's, it's kind of the way people can get into advertising a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely would say it's jumping too quickly to narrow your targeting. Um, and then you're kind of limiting yourself. You're kind of putting a crutch on yourself to be restricted to that before you have the op- option to open yeah. that up. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you mentioned before you know who your audience is, but I imagine a lot of listeners are kind of curious, like how, how do you even find out who your audience is? Like yeah. I, I'm, you mentioned, all right, my listener might, you know, might be similar to Coldplay. So my listeners might like Coldplay, but yeah. beyond that, like where, where do you really start? How do you, how, how do you dig into that and dissect that? Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, and what stinks is like, I just said, you know, this is such a quickly changing field that sometimes some of the things we even say in this podcast, you know, in a few months, Facebook might decide to change up, you know, so, um, for instance, Facebook analytics was something that we valued as marketers so much. And that kind of recently went away. Um, there is still things like Google analytics. There's, um, Facebook, uh, audience insights, which is still a thing. So if you go into your, um, your Facebook tools on the back end of your, uh, business settings, you can see Facebook audience ins- insights and it'll still tell you where your listeners are coming from, what their gender is, what their age is, all that good stuff. Um, there are also some additional tools such as like Hootsuite or Sprout and things that you can connect your social media to, and they can tell you what posts are working with your audience and, um, and what's working, what's not working. So anyways, it's, it's kind of tough in a, in a day where, um, users are wanting more and more privacy. People are wanting to not be tracked. People are wanting to, you know, so, um, the, a recent iOS update has changed things so that people are getting more privacy and being tracked by less groups, um, less apps. And so um, it's pretty tough. But I think if you dig through things like Facebook Audience Insights, Google Analytics, um, as well as a few other tools, then you can you can kind of find that out. But for the listeners who are trying to discover it, that's even a whole new yeah. realm because it's like, well, I don't, I don't know who that is. And, um, and there might be an, an element of discovery for yeah. you, you know? So you meant, you mentioned like a Sprout Social or, or Hootsuite. I know a lot of other artists uh, use a, a platform called Toned In, which uh, allows people to have links for their, their stuff, but then also has different kind of game plans and recommendations and stuff for, for releases. Is that kind of a, a way to get into this or, or is that just kind of a supplementary material? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that's a that's a great question. I think it could be absolutely to to look into you know um, to your point. I think the way it is beneficial at the beginning of a campaign is to look into Facebook Audience Insights. Say, okay, just generally, is it men or women listening to my music? If we're using that example, um, where are people listening to? Uh, what are, what are some of the hot markets? Um, what are their ages? And I, I think even just using gender and age alone is very beneficial when you're starting an ad campaign to say, okay, I know that my engaged users are between 20 and 40 mm-hmm. um, and they're primarily female or whatever that might be. And kind of you can start from there. And I don't think that's going too specific because when I say don't be too specific in your advertising off the bat, I'm more talking about you're targeting. Yeah. Um, but I think it is important to start with those 
basic demographics. And I think that is a good foot in the door to yeah. something like this. So you just kind of mentioned a minute ago about like targeting hot markets. Mm-hmm. Is that, are, are we literally talking um, about targeting specific cities? Are we talking about targeting specific states, different regions, different countries? Like what, when you say hot markets, or I'm assuming you're talking about kind of geo-marketing and, and geo-fencing, right. uh, which is a very trendy hype word right now. But, yeah. but dive into that a little bit. What, what does that actually mean? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, geo-targeting is essentially targeting a geolocation um, for your advertising. So uh, an example, sticking with the music thing, you're going on tour and you have shows, you know, you could just blast an ad to your tour main tour page um, to the United States and just hope that the, it lands on the people in some of your markets. Um, another way you can do it is break your campaign out into um, all of the places you are going to on that tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I should probably preface this explanation with geo-targeting is only important when the product or service you are providing is location specific. If you're a plumber in this city and you're wanting to advertise in Nashville, I'm a plumber, um, you'd market in Nashville. If you are on tour, um, you would want to market to each of the cities you go to as a band. Um, so it's it's things like that. You know, if, if you are a band wanting to promote a single, I would say do not geo-target. You know, it's, it is nationwide, sometimes other countries as well. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of that, that important preface, but, um, let's, let's kind of go down the, the tour, mm-hmm. um, example, you are going to maybe 15 different cities, um, on tour and you want to advertise to those cities. I know this is kind of getting in the weeds, but an important thing to note kind of right off the bat is that on Facebook, there are ways to manage the budget on the ad set level and the campaign level. Um, again, without getting too much in the weeds, it's important that you allocate a unique budget for each geolocation. Because in geotargeting, it's easy to be like, say I have $5,000 budget, $5, budget for tour. It's easy to say, I'm going to spend $5,000 and I'll include all of the markets. But what Facebook will do is, hey, New York City is performing the best of all those markets. Yeah. So all of your money ends up going, It Facebook starts to shift it all into New York City. Um, unless you break each one out individually with its own budget. And that's just kind of a quick um, tip for you guys. That's not even our digital marketing quick tip. That's just a <laughs> mid-podcast tip. Um, but it is important because I've seen a lot of people bunch those up and be like, well, those are my geo-targeted locations and here's my budget. And it's like, well, unfortunately, your whole budget went to one geolocation yeah. that performed really well. Um, yeah, so, so what, what I am kind of feel like I'm hearing you say is if you have – a 15 market tour and you're wanting to to spend roughly $300 per market, Mm -hmm. which is not quite, but about $5,000 for the entire tour. Then if you do it when, depending on how you have it set up, if if you have an, just one campaign with all 15 markets in it and you have the budget set at the campaign level, Mm -hmm. it's going to just say, you might be going to Jacksonville, Florida and New York city. And most likely because New York city has a much greater population, much greater density, mm-hmm. much greater potential reach. It's probably going to spend a lot more money there than Jacksonville. That's, yeah. 
That's Where? a that's a really good example because it's it's essentially a B testing all of the cities against each other. Yeah. So it's saying, all right, yeah, which city's going to outperform? We'll spend it. Which one? Which that's a great feature that Facebook does, but not when you're wanting each city to get its fair. Yeah. You know. Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. That, that's really good. Yeah, that's a really good way to. Yeah. Well, I know we don't have necessarily much time to go into like the actual campaign ad set ads, and and there's so many different ways to kind of slice and dice that again. Um, for those who want to dive deeper, we have the digital ads 101 class where we go more into that. Dan actually um, works through the entire process and shows you from setting up uh, everything to actually running it. Um, but for now, I want to shift gears just a little bit and let's talk through just the audiences and and the way you can reach audiences and the way you can tap into data from these different platforms. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you already mentioned um, talking about people who like Coldplay and your band might be like Coldplay. And we also talked about um, if you are in a, a specific area, but what about being able to actually reach or knowing that you are reaching people who care and, and who are potentially going to to engage with your content? Um, yeah, definitely. It's It's... A huge element of what we do is, and and a really important element of it is making sure you are reaching people who have engaged with you. Um, So in the past, it's been called retargeting. um, But essentially, you know, you start off and we'll talk about uh, funnels a little bit later. But, you, you know, you do start with kind of a general audience, but it's really important to then touch base again with those individuals and those who have engaged. So Facebook, um, Facebook has it, you know, Google has it. I I know a lot of places offer it, but continuing our examples through Facebook advertising, um, you know, they have the ability to say, I want to advertise and build an audience from, and this is, by the way, for anyone listening, you know, this is in the Facebook audience builder. Um, If you go through that, there's a little uh, menu bar on the top left and you can go through that. But, um, but you can say, I want to build an audience based off of people who have engaged with my brand in the past or engaged with my Instagram account, Facebook account, uh, email list, whatever, in the past however many days. Um, and that however many days thing is even really great that you can say, you know, people who have done it in the past month, people who have just vaguely been interested in the past year, you can do um, any of that. And then even beyond that, you can say, I want to build a lookalike audience based off of people who like my page. Um, and that is great. And we talk about that in our, um, digital ad one-on-one class. Um, but all of those things are really important data sources to say, I really, I mean, we talk about how do you find your audience? Well, there's, if you're established, there's your audience right there. You Mm. have it put together already. Um, and that's awesome. And so, I would say that's probably the most important data source to work from. And I am in no way downplaying the importance of email marketing, text marketing, all of those data points you can enter in as audiences and then even build look like audiences off of those. Um, So there are so many data sources to pull in and to create audiences from. And uh, yeah, it's, it's vast and amazing, but. Wow. That sounds really, really powerful. Like Mm -hmm. a really powerful tool. Um, so you, you kind of teased it a little bit ago, but talk about funnels for a second. What 
what the heck even is a funnel yeah. and, <laughs> and how, how do you actually use that? And should our listeners use that on their audience? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the first, uh, the first thing we talked about was not getting too specific too early. And I think that is even kind of a perfect segue into the reason why, which is, you know, a funnel is essentially bringing people along that journey. Like I talked about earlier, there are multiple stages of a funnel that you can, um, word in different ways. Uh, but kind of the way we would describe is the first stage being awareness. The second stage being interest. The third stage is consideration. The fourth is intent. The fifth is evaluation. And the last is the purchase or the action taken. So these are all things where, you know, from the mo- from the first moment, um, you might not be targeting people who, yeah, are already familiar with your brand already, whatever. You might do a kind of, like I said, a broad interest-based awareness campaign mm-hmm. um, of people say you are a band similar to Coldplay. Maybe you target a lot of bands that are similar to Coldplay to you. Um, and it's awareness. It's, hey, yeah. here we are. This is a little bit, you know, another... Um, way you can kind of word that is like education. Like, all right, we're here. Let us tell you a little bit about why you're interested. And obviously in a digital age, you have about three seconds to do that. Um, no pressure, but <laughs> it, it's kind of important to note that like, yeah, there's a chance that person might go ahead and listen buy, engage off the bat. Um, but that funnel is starting wide. And then, and so kind of going into that, you know, you have, um, it, it could be a, a very strong idea to begin with a very broad campaign and then build another campaign to say, hey, now I'm going to engage with anyone who has interacted with my Facebook or, or Instagram in the past however many days. And anyone who engages with that first ad is then dropped into that new audience mm-hmm. and will be targeted in later ad campaigns. For this week's Digital Marketing Quick Tip, Practice targeting audiences by running a test campaign on Facebook with the campaign-optimized budget and test multiple audiences against each other to see which one performs the best. Thanks for listening to the Wander Creative Podcast. We hope that today's episode inspired and equipped you to take on the ever-changing digital marketing landscape. If you missed anything from today's episode, don't worry. We took all of the notes for you. Access this episode's show notes at wandercreative.com slash podcast. And could you also do us a favor? Let us know that you loved this episode by following the Wander Creative Podcast and leaving a positive review on whatever platform you consume podcasts. We'll catch you next time on the Wander Creative Podcast. And until then, we hope that you make the most out of all that the digital world has to offer you.